Hey there, this is Devin from Legal Eagle. You're smart. And I know that you're smart because you're listening to this podcast. But if you want even more incredible, educational-ish content from me and my friends, then you've got to get Nebula. Because in addition to offering tons of terrific podcasts ad-free, Nebula is a place where my friends and I get to release tons of experimental and exclusive content that you can't find anywhere else. Plus, all of my videos are ad-free. Just head to watchnebula.com slash radio to sign up now. When I was a kid, I used to wonder how it was possible that the Roman Republic could just fall. The Roman Republic and the Roman Empire stood for hundreds of years, and yet it all came crashing down. My history teacher would say the barbarians invaded, but in truth, it collapsed from the inside out. Because when Caesar crossed the Rubicon, it was clear. The rule of law didn't matter anymore. And that was the beginning of the end because the rule of law matters. The mission of Legal Eagle is to explain our laws, to explain how the system works when it works. It's not my place to tell you what policies our politicians should adopt, but as a lawyer with an inside view to our judicial system, I think I have an insight into at least this aspect of our government. And over the last four years, one thing has become clear. President Trump doesn't care about the law. He's ignorant of the law and actively subverts the law. He uses the law for his own gain, and he breaks the law when it stands in his way. If you care about the rule of law in America, you cannot, in good conscience, vote for Donald Trump. This video is not about politics per se. It's not about liking or disliking the legislation that President Trump has signed. It's not about liking or disliking the way he has handled the COVID-19 epidemic, nor is it about liking or disliking the judges that he has appointed. This video is about the rule of law. It's about legal equity and legal equality, and it's about justice. And I guess when the Scientific American breaks with 175 years of tradition to endorse a presidential candidate, I guess no one, including the lawyers, can stand idly by on the sideline. So for the first and hopefully only time, Legal Eagle endorses a presidential candidate. Legal Eagle endorses Joe Biden for president. He is the only candidate that has any hope of upholding the rule of law in this country. Why? Because President Donald Trump is a criminal. We know this to an almost certainty. There's so much evidence hiding in plain sight that is actually sometimes hard to remember everything that he's done. But before we vote in November, let's at least try. You might recall that President Trump has actually unindicted co-conspirator individual number one to the conspiracy Michael Cohen has already pleaded guilty to regarding the illegal hush money payments to porn stars. Michael Cohen, the president's former attorney, pleaded guilty to eight criminal charges, five counts of tax evasion, one count of making false statements to a financial institution, one count of willfully causing an unlawful corporate contribution, and one count of making an excessive campaign contribution at the request of President Trump for the principal purpose of influencing the election. Michael Cohen went to jail for those crimes and committed those crimes at the direction of the president. But now President Trump did not go to jail. He stayed in office, but that doesn't make him any less guilty than the people that he directed. And after President Trump stayed in office, he tried to use $400 million in taxpayer funds allocated for the defense of Ukraine to fabricate dirt on his political opponent. Effectively, the president tried to blackmail a strategic partner using taxpayer funds into soliciting a bribe for his own benefit. And not for nothing, to try and create exactly the kind of narrative that he was able to use in 2016 against his former opponent. It was beautiful. It was 
Just a perfect conversation. After the scheme was discovered, the president then punished the whistleblowers who brought it to the public's attention. Apart from the illegality, this is the kind of malfeasance that goes straight to the heart of our democracy. This is about interfering with the voter's choice. This is about creating black propaganda for one's own benefit. And this is about using the funds, the mighty forces of the United States for one's own personal benefit. And you might recall that the Watergate break-in occurred because President Nixon wanted an election advantage. Do not forget that President Trump was impeached. However, he was not removed. But that doesn't mean that his actions were neither impeachable nor illegal. It means that certain political figures made a political decision to allow him to stay. And if our political leaders don't have the stones to do anything about it and would rather we just forgot the whole affair, it's our job to remember when we vote. And we've been lucky that much of the president's illegality has been boneheaded and incompetent, but we might not be so lucky next time. And that's how we bungled our way into the Ur scandal of the Trump administration, when the president started to politicize the entire enforcement wing of the executive branch, when the president fired the director of the FBI, specifically because he was investigating the president's ties to Russia. Then the president told the Russians in a secret Oval Office meeting, I faced great pressure because of Russia, that's taken off. And then the president admitted to the entire thing to Lester Holt on national television. When I decided to just do it, I said to myself, I said, you know, this Russia thing with Trump and Russia is a made-up story. It's an excuse by the Democrats for having lost an election that they should have won. And then, as we know from the Mueller report, there was an entire scheme to cover all of this up. The Mueller report is practically a flashing red siren that says that the president and his accomplices engaged in an obstruction of justice on par or worse than the Watergate scandal. And yet for prudential reasons, they decided not to refer it for prosecution, hoping that the legislative branch would do something about it. And of course, unfortunately they did not. But that doesn't change the impropriety of the underlying conduct. And the second half of the Mueller report is almost equally damning that even if the Trump administration and the Trump organization did not engage in actual conspiracy and collusion with the Russians, they still solicited and encouraged illegal hacking for their own personal gain and certainly benefited from that hacking. And then of course, there's a whole raft of pettier but equally damning malfeasance. For example, the president's solicitation of emoluments. Now, granted, there are open questions about the limits of the emoluments clause in the constitution, but it's clear that the president has more conflicts of interest than any president in history. The president owns and operates myriad businesses while holding office, which is rife for conflicts of interest. Hundreds of thousands of dollars have been spent by the US military under extraordinarily suspicious circumstances at the Trump Turnberry Gulf Resort. And failing to divest himself has left himself open to bribes from every visiting politician in DC who loved to brag about staying in the Trump DC hotel. And from every foreign business partner, including China, where the president holds an undisclosed bank account, potentially to hide foreign corrupt practices. Can you imagine if I had had a secret Chinese bank account? When I was running for re-election, you think Fox News might have been a little concerned about that? The president has asked his attorney general to interfere with the prosecution of Trump loyalists. The president has gassed protesters exercising their First Amendment rights to get a photo op in Lafayette Square. The president has sent federal troops into cities on a whim. He's turned the government into his own personal campaign and fails to punish government employees who violate the Hatch Act. And again, this goes to the heart of the democracy. Incumbents get a huge advantage by operating the levers of the government. And he seems to operate the entire US government as his own personal reelection campaign, which is probably good because the last three campaign heads that he's had are actual convicted felons, 
or in the case of Brad Parscale, are about to be felons. The president has almost surely engaged in manifest tax evasion. He likes to pardon and commute the sentences of his cronies who have engaged in real illegality, obstruction of justice, and lying to the government. And as part of that, he has politicized the Department of Justice, leading to investigations for his own political gain and retribution. He interferes with the prosecution of his friends and business partners. And unfortunately, this is the tip of the iceberg because the president has fired most of the inspectors general, often after they have found improprieties within the Trump administration. And lest we forget one of the most disgusting things he said, he admitted to forcible sexual assault before he was elected the first time. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the <laughs> I can do anything. The president doesn't deserve the benefit of the doubt. He had his chance. And at least in this respect, he was worse than a lot of us could have imagined. This is apart from issues of politics or competence. I wouldn't fault you at all if you chose not to vote for Trump because of his politics, but it's not my role as a lawyer and legal commentator to tell you about your political beliefs. And similarly, I might agree with you if you felt he didn't deserve the vote because he was wildly incompetent, like either ignores his daily classified briefings or requires them to be in picture book format incompetent or injecting disinfectant into your veins incompetent. Injection inside or, or almost a cleaning. Again, I say, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I'm not a doctor, but I'm like a person that has a good, you know what. Or like staring into a solar eclipse, incompetent. But what I am saying is that some things are apolitical or that even if you agree 100% with what the president stands for from a political perspective, perhaps there are more important things like the rule of law. The problem is that once you lose it, you never get it back. And there is a barbarian in the White House. President Trump is not the candidate of law and order. He cares about a certain kind of order, all right, but not the law. A vote for President Trump is a vote that says the law doesn't matter. It's a vote that says it's okay if the rich and powerful use the law unequally. It's a vote that says criminals will not be punished. But that only happens if we allow it. I still believe the law matters. I still believe in equal protection. I still believe in justice. And I hope you do too. And I hope that you consider the rule of law when you vote. Oh, and one last thing. I know right now you're probably fumbling with your phone trying to find the next podcast to listen to, but you can't because this is an ad, but it doesn't have to be that way. Instead, you can go to watchnebula.com slash radio. You can get access to all of our original podcasts ad-free, plus exclusive originals and experimental shows from your favorite educational-ish creators. And best of all, you're helping to support us make even more amazing content. So before you go, check out watchnebula.com slash radio to support this channel and this podcast directly.